Hi, I'm Shanna. Welcome to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Each week, we'll dive into simple, effective ways to attract new clients for your professional organizing business. Let's jump in. Hi, Maggie. Hello, Miss Shanna. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. Well, thank you for joining me today to talk about all things Facebook ads. You're most welcome. One of my most favorite things to talk about. Yes. yes. Well, I I wanted the listeners to know, um, so I, I, I just want to kind of share this on the front end, that you and I have worked together for several years. I don't remember how long, maybe three years. We're going, I think we're in our fourth year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I love that you have always been super helpful, um, easy to work with, and just know everything there is to know about Facebook ads. I I might disagree with the latter (laughs) part of that. I don't ever consider myself a guru by any stretch of the imagination. That's because... I've been doing it for a while. Yes. Okay. Well, and I, I think... The reason that is, is because you know how complex, we know how complex Facebook ads can be and how complex the algorithms can be and how frequently they change. So if anyone is ever to say like, I'm a guru at this and it takes zero effort, then they're lying, right? Or the other one I see is I can guarantee results. I'm like, right. no, you can't. Right. Exactly. Well, and that's something with our clients, um, you know, with uh, our marketing agency, Ampersand Business Solutions, um, we would have things come up with Facebook ads where ads would get disproved or something because of some some change that they'd made on the back end. And there were times that, you know, our team, like you and I and um, whatever, would just fix it. But then there were times also that I'm like, no, we need to remind the clients. We need to let the clients know every time we fix something because otherwise they think it's easy (laughs) and that it can just be like this ongoing passive thing. And it's really not. Well, and in the last, since 2016 with the whole um, Mark Zuckerberg and the Senate and um, the election issues, the platform has changed huge. So the rules are changing, what you can target has changed, the language you have changed. And every time they make a change, it does throw the algorithm into kind of a spin until it stabilizes. And so knowing how to handle that is almost part of the equation. And a lot of small business owners honestly don't have the time. You know, that's not their forte. So that's why we come in collectively is solving those problems as the platforms change and they will continue changing. It's just the nature of the game. So definitely. Yeah. I remember um, five or six years ago, again, when I, when I started my marketing strategy agency, Facebook ads were for a service-based small business owner, Facebook ads were the single most like inexpensive, like effective, but inexpensive way to build brand awareness. Would you say that that's still accurate? Oh yeah. Like even with a lot of people moving off onto other platforms like TikTok, there's still billions of people using Facebook and um, we'll show you, if you're watching the video, um, a local business where we do reach campaigns you can still hit a lot of people. So it's not something that you rely on 100%, but it is a tool in your tool, tool in your toolkit as long as you know who you're targeting. 
if you're trying to target, and it's not going to approach for the pro organizers, but if you're trying to target, you know, um, Xennials, um, Generation Zs, um, I'm thinking of like, you know, 20-year-olds, teenagers, they are not necessarily on the Facebook, Instagram platforms. Right. You're going to need to go to Snapchat for that, to be honest, um, and then TikTok. But for most, for this, like the pro organizers, your avatar is still on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Those are your primary avatars. So you go where your avatar is and you hang out there. And so it's still a really, it's still relatively affordable, um, even with the increase in prices over the years, relatively affordable. Google's gone up too. So it's still the cheaper platform to go on to reach people. Yeah. Well, and that's something too, when getting started with Facebook ads that people may not realize is that as you're building out your first set of ads, you need to plan on spending a little bit more than maybe you will further down the road. Because mm-hmm. what you do is you see what works, you optimize it, and then that cost per click hopefully comes down. And yeah. so as you get more experienced with it, some of that can come down too. Yeah. The benefit of hiring someone, and I'm not pitching my service by any stretch, but the benefit of hiring is you can uh, shorten that learning curve. Yeah. But if you're doing it yourself, and I understand I have clients too that want need to do it themselves. Um, we're co- I'm coaching another client right now in the e-commerce space um, because they just can't afford to hire somebody they want to learn. There is a longer learning curve and they're realizing that. So it's not a bad thing. It's just you got to have to realize that there's going to be a period of testing and learning the platform and to see what works. Yeah. And something else to think about too with Facebook ads is that Facebook ads are very good for kind of the top of the funnel marketing. Um, So people may not be searching on Facebook for pro organizers because that's that's not what we use Facebook for. Um, That's what people do on Google. But, um, which would be more of the bottom of the sales funnel approach because on Google, people are literally typing in pro organizer in my area. Um, But it's a good way to build brand awareness, visibility, um, and give ideal clients the idea of how you could help them, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. So um, in this niche, you can actually find a lot of ideas on ads to run on Facebook by going to Pinterest. So if you go to Pinterest and you look at home organizing, you're going to get all the ideas. Awesome. The number one thing people look and love and will get a lot of impressions and clicks and engagement are before and after pictures. Yes, everybody loves a good transformation. They love the transformation. They want to see what it looked like and then what you did afterwards. Now, don't go and steal other people's transformation pictures. Create your own. There's apps on your phone. You can use Canva. Canva has an app on your phone. It's super easy to create. And even Facebook, if you upload to Facebook, they now have this little tool where you can select the different layouts. Create the before and after pictures. That's what people want to see. And that's a great, what we would call top of funnel. So I don't know if your audience knows what Top of Funnel is, but Top of Funnel is where people don't necessarily know who you are and what you're about. Um, sometimes they may not even know in some circumstances what your product is and your services, but for, we're going to assume that most people know what pro organizers are. So the Top of Funnel for this niche is, is going to be really like, who am I? Like, this is what my company does. This is what we've done for other clients. And the best way to show that is the before and after. Really, really simple and easy to do. Yes. And we can, we can talk a little bit more, um, a little bit uh, down the road on um, like how to make a Facebook ad, but 
you can do pictures, like still pictures, or you can do videos, right? So you can optimize even on Canva, you can have a, you know, a set of pictures and then use a five second or 10 second um, compilation of them. Right. Oh yeah. And that you can add like pay for the pro version of Canva, just do it. Cause you okay. can add in audio and you can add background music and movement and make it really look really, really good. And no one will ever know that, you know, you didn't hire somebody for an exorbitant amount of money to create it. So, right. Uh, and the benefit of video too is, so you have the before and after pictures, you can do carousels in Facebook ads where people have to swipe, you've seen them. And then of course, videos, which is always engaging. So the whole point of your, for, of your ads doesn't matter what you're running is to get people to stop the scroll. So we're on our phones. That's 80% of the traffic on Facebook is now on our phones. We're scrolling. You have to stop the scroll. So the best way to do that is going to be your creative. Yep, definitely. Be eye-catching. Yeah. And then and then be easily recognizable, right? So make sure that your ad copy is very clear about who you are, how they can find you. Yeah. Um, a lot of that can be, especially by optimizing your Facebook page, because people will click and look. But let's say if you're looking at a top of funnel and you're showing an image of a before and after, um, you can include, you know, contact messages on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. a, one of the campaign objectives you can choose on uh, when you're setting up an ad is message us on Facebook. And then they can send you a message and say, you know, most of the time be like, you know, this is my problem and what are your services and how much does it cost? Those are their top three questions, right? And then you can walk them down in what we call a consultative sales process, right? Figuring out what their pain points are and how you can fit your services to them, right? That's great. Well, and, and that kind of hits on the goals of what you want the ads to do is you want to create some sort of conversion, right? So you want them to go to your website or book a consultation or message you via, um, the, the messenger. Um, what other, what other sort of ways would you recommend, uh, setting up conversions? So if I was doing top of funnel, I'm to make things simple because there's a thousand ways to skin the cat, you send them to your trap, to your website or set up Um, what we call messenger campaign, and then just make sure that you actually reply to your messages on your Facebook page and in your Instagram DMs. Um, But then if one thing we haven't touched upon is retargeting. So retargeting is anybody who has visited your website, engaged with your Facebook page, watched any of your videos, engaged with your Instagram page, any of that, you can then retarget them with new ads. And so that's what we would call a retargeting campaign. And it's super, super valuable. Like those are people who have engaged with you, but not taken action. They are the people you want to go after. Um, The top of funnel is very, very important, but it feeds the middle of the funnel, the middle of the funnel, warm audience retargeting is who's going to actually give you money. So then you need what we would call a very direct response. Now, the key would be, not to be too general in what your ads are is to offer something specific. So a free consultation yep. or a, um, I don't know if this exists because this is not my area of expertise, but maybe you have like a tool or an app that can kind of show them a before and after, um, you know, like I'm thinking like architects, how they can draft up the, what your home would look like when you hire hire someone to build your home, something like that, and get them excited. So you can do things like that. That would be the middle of the funnel is the retargeting is 
get them to book on your calendar to actually have a conversation about how you can help them. Yes. And to be able to do the remarketing piece, um, you have to have a Facebook pixel code installed on your website, right? Yeah. It's technical. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a technical element to it, depending on what platform your website is built on, it will determine how you integrate the pixel. Um, yeah. It's best yeah. to just hit Google and say, I build on WordPress, how do I add Facebook pixel? Yeah. Um, there are ways that you can do it within the platform too, but I don't, that's a bit complex, but you do need the pixel. The pixel is a piece of JavaScript and it, it, it a cookie um, and it follows people around and, and gathers data. Now it has become more complicated with things like browser blockers for ad scripts and all that kind of stuff. So it has gotten more complicated, especially in the last um, year, but that's the principle of it. Is it kind of, oh, it's Facebook's way of saying, this person visited your website to this profile, and now we're able to retarget them and show them more ads based on their journey that they had on your website. Yes. You don't have to do the pixel for Facebook assets. So your Facebook page, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, that's done automatically. Um, you don't have to add pixels. It's just your website. Okay. And we actually have a video tutorial in the Organized Pro membership on how to install um, I think you, I remember that now that you say that. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So if someone, um, I have two questions. So if, if someone was to start creating um, their first Facebook ad, just kind of experiment, they've never done it before. What's kind of the simplest way to get started. And then second is a lot of people have boosted posts. Can you tell us the difference between a Facebook ad and a boosted post? So I'll start with probably the latter first. So the difference is now boosted posts once upon a time used to be you would boost a post. It made it sound like you were going to get more eyeballs on it and you would, but you would never actually get more sales. They have kind of bridged the gap a little bit so that you have a little bit more control on your targeting and boosted posts, but it's still not to the degree that you do an ads manager. Yep. So boosted post, you can now set up a campaign objective to traffic to your website or a post engagement or something like that, which is really good. Yep. There's still some elements in ads manager that you'll have greater control of. And one of them is going to be conversions. So if you're sending someone to your website to let's say download a lead magnet, which I don't know if you've talked about yet with your audience, you're going to want to track that. And that's going to what we call conversion. And you're going to need ads manager to to set that up and you're going to need the pixel to be set up. So that's the primary bit difference. Think of boosting posts as, as reach and brand awareness and think of ads manager and ads as more conversion focused. Yes. Now I forgot what the first question was. Uh, if someone wanted to start their first set of ads, what's the simplest way to get started? Well, the simplest way is, of course, to boost a post, but you have to understand the limitations of it yes. because when you're posting something, it's really easy just to just hit that boost button. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to understand the complications of it. That is just to get more eyeballs on it and it will not make you more money. So to get started with ads manager, you would want to go, um, you have to set up business manager. So it's complicated, but there's a ton of resources that Facebook provides and you might even have some in your membership um, but you go to business.facebook.com backslash settings. If you don't have it set up, they'll walk you through it. And then it'll get you to the ad manager and you'll just start setting up. You're going to sit, start a campaign and it'll walk you through it. Right. So they do make it relatively easy. 
Of course, there's going to be a lot of buttons that you might not know what they're about, but they do have these little pop-ups, a little question mark, and it'll pop up and tell you what it's about. But the easiest way would just go in there and create, like create your business manager, go in there and start, you know, I want to say pressing buttons to set up your first campaign and set up your first campaign to be a traffic campaign. Don't worry about setting up conversions. It's a little bit more advanced if you've never done it. Just set up a traffic campaign so that sending people to your website, to your service pages. Okay. So that's where I would start from the beginning. Okay. But if that intimidates people, just boost a post. Okay. And then as people are experimenting with their first set of ads or so, um, once you get to do a little bit more and get a little bit more comfortable, you can um, you can do different uh, you can test different web copy or ad copy, um, different pictures, kind of see what resonates more with your audience. Mm-hmm. And we've, we, we generally do, I think, three sets of ad text and see which one gets us the most. Yeah. So the, key, the key that a lot of business owners um, get stuck on is um, they, they think they know their audience and they don't. So they'll come up, and I see this a lot, they'll come up with ad copy or creative, and they'll be like, this is going to be the winner. And I'll be like, okay, well, let me test mine too. Yep. And mine wins, but not because I've been doing it for longer, just because I I, I look at the um, the avatar a little differently. Yeah. When you're the business owner, sometimes you're too close. So don't be afraid to test things, and don't be afraid to kind of think outside your box of what may or may not work. At the end of the day, it always goes back to your foundations of knowing who you're targeting. Yeah, so yeah. who's your who's your ideal avatar? You know, if you your ideal avatar are going to be more the affluent, um, you want to make sure that you're talking their language. If you're talking language that is more, um, we'll say college level versus PhD level, you're not going to be hitting the mark and that can have right. an impact. So don't be afraid to test outside the box and test different things and then look at your metrics. And then in terms of metrics to look at, it's going to depend on your campaign objective. But if you're running a traffic campaign, it's going to be clicks to website. Okay. Right? So that's what you're going to be trying to, to optimize for based on the algorithm. Don't run a traffic campaign hoping to get conversions because it won't work. It's not how the algorithm works. Right. Yeah. What kind of budget would you recommend? Is it is like... $10 a day kind of minimum what you would recommend or what do you think for a local service based campaign for pro organizers? Yeah, I like I like $10 a day that's 100 or $300 a month. Um you can get you can go if you do a reach campaign which is another campaign objective, you can and the sole purpose is just eyeballs. You can get a lot of eyeballs for that. So we have a current client that's an acupuncturist and we do a reach campaign for her because um, it's a small area, relatively small. We're only targeting less than 100,000 people. And we just want brand awareness. We just want people to know that she exists. Yeah. And so, you know, it's less than $5 a day. You can reach a lot of people. And on a, on a month, we'll reach 770,000 people. So not 700, 70,000 people <laughs> in a month just yeah. by doing a campaign. And that's super important. You just have to realize you're not going to get sales from that per se. Right. Understand but- sales funnel. Yeah. Well, and if you're a, um, you know, if you're a pro organizer that already has a lot of great things in place, like you've got your business directory listings in place, you've got the Google My Business uh, claimed and you're updating it regularly, you're in Find My Organizer, um, you're in Thumbtack, all these different things, plus 
you have a professional looking website, you have keywords, you have SEO. Like once you have all of those things in place, um, really Facebook ads are a great way to get visibility in that local audience because you can be so specific, but it's that, you know, kind of creating awareness, you, you know, wanting people to know that you exist and, and what you can do. That's a great next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And someone might not be necessarily shopping for your services right now, but when they come to shop for your services, if they already know you exist, it'll create that recognition. And then when they go to Google and they start searching, their brain will start to connect the dots. So, you know, as a top, like you can start with a brand awareness campaign and Facebook actually sets it up in like three columns. There's like brand awareness and then, you know, action and engagement and then conversions. And you can think of those as top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel um, in terms of taking action. And your top of funnel can be brand awareness. And you can do it as low as a dollar a day. Okay. Like that's what the platform lets you. When you go to traffic and conversion, you need to do it minimum $5 a day because the platform won't let you do anything else. But okay. conversions, you're going to need 10 to $20 a day because there's this thing where you need 50 actions within a week in order for it to get out of a learning phase. So it really does depend on your budget on how you can set things up. But there's nothing wrong with starting up with a brand campaign and just getting eyeballs. Yep. For sure. Well, and I think it was um, my previous podcast, the episode prior to this one, um, I said that there are basically two ways to attract clients. One is be found when they're looking for you. And the second being make them think of you when they're not. And so the eyeballs, the reach, the, you know, getting them to think of you is all a good way to, um, you know, to to make that happen when you're not necessarily doing something that they're, they're looking for you at that moment. No. And let's be honest, if I don't like, I'm an organizer myself, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. My husband does. So if I'm scrolling through, I'm not going to actually engage with any of your content. I'm not your avatar. Mm -hmm. Someone like my husband would, he may not take action right away, but he'll at least stop read, click, engage. So that's where your retargeting comes into play. Because anybody who has done that, there's something in their head that said, I need that. Now, then you have to... Sorry, go ahead. No, then you have to bridge the gap. Okay, so they, you know, what's the next question in their mind? Um, With this avatar in terms of the pro organizers and who they're targeting, I can see a lot of shame being involved. Yeah. So, you know, having to overcome those emotions and the shame and how did I let it get to this point could be, you know, one particular niche and then there's going to be other niches, sub niches within the niche, but you have to then bridge the gap in the conversation and you you can use your ads to do that. Well, and I think it's a good idea to remember that these are investments too, that sometimes it can lead straight to a conversion, like a sale in some of the instances you were describing. And then sometimes you are just kind of building awareness brick by brick so that someone does think of you down the road. And it's not a quick dollar for eyeball kind of thing. I mean, it's a a dollar for phone call. I mean, it's, it's going to take time. Yeah. Because hiring a pro organizer is not, we'll say a life necessity. Right. You know, right. I have an optometrist. It's really easy to get leads for him. Why? Because we all need glasses. We know that. We've been indoctrinated for decades right. now, the importance of glasses and eye care. Really easy 
to market for him. Whereas on the other side with pro organizers, it's not something I need for my day-to-day survival. It's it's an additional up, up and above. So your sales cycle will be longer by that simple nature. Yes, exactly. What are some other things that you think people need to know about Facebook ads before they jump in? Oh, get personal. Get personal? Get personal. Don't try to be professional. Don't try to be um, really polished. Okay. Get in front of the video. You know, get in front of the camera and, and do walk arounds and start talking. You know, there's a reason TikTok and Instagram reels are so popular right now is because of the authenticity of it. And some of those videos are going to be your best performing ads. And you can use them. If you if you do a video on Instagram, it's going to be available for you to run an ad for. So use video. That's going to be huge. Use before and afters and, and get personable because it really is your business. And unless you have created a large organization, you're still the owner operator and people want to connect with you. So don't be afraid to get behind the camera. I think that's great, great advice. And one that I know I even struggled with, um, a while back just because it, you know, we, we feel like we have to be perfect to be able to represent our businesses. And then, and then we do it for a while and we're like, okay, <laughs> done, exactly. done is better than perfect, right? It's better than perfect. So I have, um, I actually work with other agencies um, as part of my crazy business and they launched a website yesterday, completely different, but it was in the cleaning niche and okay. she just had to launch it. And done was better than perfect was her motto. I'm like, I just got to get this done. It's not perfect, but we've been working on it for months and just, it's good enough. She launched it. And within 48 hours, he had Coca-Cola on the phone asking for a quote. Oh my gosh. Within 48 hours. Don't be afraid to launch. It doesn't have amazing. Right now he's working in the commercial cleaning space, right? Completely different niche, but don't be afraid to launch. Just get it out there. Yep. Yeah. I think that's great. My, my personal tendency is to kind of continuously perfect, but over the years I've, I've just had, I've had to hit launch. I've had to hit publish. I've had to hit, you know, just those things because otherwise um, as a recovering perfectionist, (laughs) you know, it never happens. And then, you know, your client wouldn't have gotten that phone call from Coca-Cola. So remember when we're in the service-based business, even for myself and yourself, we are servicing. If you're not going out there and servicing, you're actually not doing what you're supposed to be doing, what you're meant to be do. If you're, if you're, if you're in a business, you feel like you have some sort of purpose. If you're not servicing, and people don't know about you, you're then doing a disservice to the people that you committed to servicing. Definitely. That sounded really circular, but I think you get the <laughs> across, right? So yeah, you got to launch, you got to launch, just do it. Just start getting yourself out there. And, you know, we have these nice little fancy electronic things that are really, really amazing. Right. Um, that my, I'm sure your kids, my kid has no concept of life without these. Right. Right. I was on a side tangent. I was showing him an old school phone and he just couldn't even conceptualize it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. I think my kids have found old flip phones and they're like, what is this? And why would anyone want this? (laughs) Yeah. 
but we have we have the tools. It's not like it was when you know the internet first came right. out. Been like ten years ago, it was completely different. So we have the tools now. Yeah, and even I mean, video production. I mean, when I was in grad school, I took um, video production classes, and we had we did it with cameras that recorded to tape, and then we had to take the tape, digitize it to be able to edit it in the editing bay, which was this whole big complicated thing, and that was two thousand five, two thousand six. Not that, sorry, not that long ago. Not that, <laughs> not that long ago. And now all we have to do is hold up the phone, which we all have in our pockets oh, and yeah. hit record. It's amazing. It's so much easier. And let's be honest, like this little microphone, yeah. if you really want to get fancy, I spent $65 on Amazon on it. Everyone's yes. like, oh my God, I love your microphone. I'm like, <laughs> you want to know what I spent? Right. It's cheap and affordable now. It's so much more accessible to create really high quality content, even if it's not like super polished and professional. That's not what I mean by high quality content. Um, more that quality being what's helpful and what your client wants to see. And um, like you were saying with the before and after pictures, knowing that those are the things that are going to draw people in to your services awesome. and call you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And And don't you know, understand why people hire to begin with too. And it, it's that feeling of having some control over their environment and the psychological elements of it too. Right. So there's topics that you can, you know, and there's lots on TikTok, go to TikTok, find the content creators, follow them, you'll get ideas, but talk about, you know, that transformation, you go into someone's house and you helped them achieve something. And what was that transformation they felt? Right. You know, you can talk about that. You don't necessarily have to talk about the tools of the trade. Right. Talk about the end process. And then, you know, they hire you to actually implement. Definitely. Well, and that's what I love about. Yeah. And that's what I love about this business is that it is transformational in the befores and afters and the physical space, but it's also, and even more so transformational in the lives of the clients because you are giving them back peace of mind, control, you're reducing anxiety, you're giving them systems so mm -hmm. that they know how to live their lives more efficiently. And just all of these great things that that is such a good reminder to in, in the messaging for Facebook ads or any sort of communication that you do with your client is really to hit on that emotional need that you're, that you're helping them with. Yeah, like my husband's ADD. And by ADD, I mean he's ADD. Uh -huh. He cannot create organizational systems. His brain doesn't function that way. Right. Neither does my son, who's also ADD. So if I create the organization with the toys, Aiden can follow it. Yes. But don't ask him to create the organization. So, you know, that's what, you, what you're doing and creating that transformation. And, you know, it'll be very frustrating for Aiden, who's my son, not my husband, Um you know, when he can't find certain Legos, right? And he gets blocked and then he gets frustrated. So instead by creating the organizational system, then he actually can enjoy what he was trying to do because he can find what he was trying to find. So there is a huge um, positive impact that you can tie into your social media posts, your social media marketing, your website copy, your email newsletters, your everything yeah. to bridge that conversation and just keep in mind sometimes your sales cycle is going to be six to 12 months yeah. 
from the time that someone says join the list to the time they may hire you. So it's a process. Well, that is all super helpful inf- information. I really appreciate it, Maggie. And if people want to get in contact with you, you are at meritbasedmarketing.com, right? Correct. Okay. And if anybody has picked up, I am Canadian. <laughs> I don't know. Did I say anything Canadian? Sometimes uh, I do. You said process. Yeah, I say process all the time. So I was on the phone <laughs> one time with a client and he's in Florida and he didn't know at the time I was working with an agency. They didn't know that I lived in Canada. And I said process. And he's like, you're Canadian. Uh-huh. In Florida, they get all the snowboards, snowbirds, right? <laughs> like, what do I say to give that away? He said process. Process. Yeah. What about the, sh- the schedule? Do you say schedule? I think that's more just like, I can't say it. Mm, okay. Instead of saying schedule, I say schedule. <laughs> But I say all sorts of Canadian. We can process the schedule. (laughs) Sometimes I just have that fun with it. And sometimes it's Canadiana, but yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Maggie. Um, Something else that I wanted to mention is that um, ProOrganizerMarketing.com also has just launched services. And so if you check out our services on ProOrganizerMarketing.com, you can see some of the things that we can help with. Um, Website builds, Facebook ads, um, social media management, that sort of thing. If you reach out to us to help you with Facebook ads, um, likely it will be um, our team, Maggie, helping with that. So if that's something that you're interested in, um, you can reach out to me or email me at hello at proorganizermarketing.com. Thank you, Maggie. It was great to see your face. Yes, it has been a little while with the holidays. Thanks for listening to Pro Organizer Marketing Made Simple. Head over to the website for full show notes at proorganizermarketing.com. There, you can also sign up for free tools and resources to grow your business. See you next time.